welcome back to another episode of Talk of Fame Podcast with your host, Kaima Tini. And on this episode of the podcast, we're joined by a Billboard charting artist, Peyton Shea. We will discuss her new EP, being part of Billboard charts, the inspiration behind her music, and much more coming up on the Talk of Fame Podcast. Thanks so much, Peyton, for coming on the podcast. I am super excited to chat with you. Hi, everyone. Thank you, first off, for having me. This is such like a cool moment. I love your podcast. And yeah, I'm excited to be here. Excited to talk some music stuff. Thanks so much. And so you are currently one of the youngest female artists ever charted on the U.S. billboards. Like, how does it feel to kind of get like your music on the U.S. billboards? This is such a kind of a big moment as an artist, right? Thank you. Yeah, it's like it's one of those things that it's super weird to like even think about so I try not to think about it um but yeah it's when you're like little and you get into music I feel like one of the major things is like oh I want to be on stage or I want to be on the billboard and then like sometimes when those moments happen um you're like oh that's that's interesting all right um but also too I was I think I was 14 when that happened um and I'm 19 now so when you're 14, I feel like you don't really grasp like accomplishments or like success or anything like that. I was mainly just, I was all about making music, releasing it. Like I didn't, I didn't think of like the big picture. Um, And so when that happened, I'm like looking back on it and I was like, wow, I feel like I kind of underreacted a little, but also too, I was surrounded on, obviously on that chart with names that like I've always looked up to so it wasn't it was kind of just like a oh I don't really like belong on here like I'm surrounded by like some of my favorite artists um so I don't really know like why why I was on there um but yeah it was it was a really cool moment um going into the stores and like getting the billboard magazine being like oh wait that's my name um yeah so it's definitely it's definitely like one of those things where you look back on you're like I'm really grateful for that. Um, that was a really cool opportunity. And I loved all the artists that like I was on the charts with. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a big moment. Mm-hmm. Like, like for sure. Like, it's just like, like when you're 14, like you, like that's when it actually happened. Like that's like when you're 14 years old, you barely kind of react. You're like, oh, that's cool. Like whatever, just move along. Like that's amazing. Then freak out like two minutes and just let it go. Like that's why exactly. I was like, like 14. I got accomplishments. I'm like, okay, that's fun. I giggle a little bit, but then like, it's a, like, it would just go away and just never get bad again. Exactly. And I feel like even like, we kind of do that now too. It's like you have something and you either like undermine it or you're like, all right, um, there's bigger names or there's like, you know, artists that I absolutely like love and look up to. And then why am I like on there? So there's like a way that like your brain just tricks you into being like, underreact like move along just like forget about it um even even like outside of music I feel like we just all do that so when you like stop and think about hey like this is where I started this is like where I'm going like I've done like I've done this I've done that like um I think it's really like important just for like your mental your mental health yeah that's for sure like I totally agree with that like do you remember like what like what artists were like featured on the billboard it was, I know Pink was on it. Um, who else? It was more so um, like dance, like pop dance music. Um, but Pink was, 
she was the first CD that I ever like burned, um, was so up by pink, grabbed my little CD, plugged it in. Um, and so that was just like a full circle moment because I just, even like to this day, I absolutely love pink. I love what she stands for. Um, and so like seeing my name and then her name, I was like, whoa, like that's, that's a, that's a cool moment. I don't know if it'll happen again, but if it did, so, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, but fully pink. Yeah, Pink is for sure. Pink is so amazing. And, like, her music is, like, kind of, like, so empowering to describe it. Like, it's just, like, she is an artist that everyone should probably know her name at this point. Like, everyone should listen, at least listen to at least a song or two. She's just that amazing. Exactly. And I feel like, too, especially for, like, pop rock music or rock music and just, like, women in that field, um, like, we were... 12 13 um listening to those songs and she was able to capture like my young teen self now she's able to capture like an older audience so I feel like she's just so versatile and like who she speaks and reaches to with music which is obviously everyone's end goal is to you know have a message that you can reach any sort of person wherever they are whatever stage in life they're at yeah you're totally right and like a little while back you just had success on, on your single after taste after it went viral like how did you kind of manage to make it go viral or did it kind of just go viral on its own like you didn't do anything I wouldn't say it was like mega viral but thanks for that um it was so after taste was a song on on um my EP and basically of course thanks to TikTok um I had just been like posting with it um you know some songs you kind of just like never know like what's gonna do well what's and that's not really like a main focus I feel like for a lot of artists is you know taking that mindset out of oh is this gonna do well on this platform like I think that kind of like hinders and blocks like creativity and you start just like second guessing and overthinking Mm -hmm. um and so I had just gone into the studio made that song um and I was just you know posting with it and nothing was really happening not that I expected it to because I also feel like when expectations are too high that leads to disappointment Mm -hmm. um but then I think there's a fine line of like knowing like what you're capable of and all of that um and I woke up one day and it was like 600 videos made to it I think in like overnight um and a lot of really cool brands like Forever 21 um started using it and posting with it which was just like a a wild moment because I was like I did not expect that um and then obviously duetting that and yeah it just like grew from there so I mean there was really no tactic behind it um I didn't expect it at all I would just posting with the song and then really grateful for TikTok in that sense because from there they put my song Bad and Bad Boys and starting now on Women's History Month um, with really cool artists like Leah Kate um, who I absolutely love and yeah so just like the support from there has been really really cool. Mm-hmm. Like TikTok is really like the key to success I feel because like 
like like a lot of like TikTok stars or artists really got viral or just got millions of fans just by posting on TikTok. Like this is always a one TikTok that goes viral and gets millions of views. Like that's how Charlie D'Amelio went out. Is that like she started TikTok and then she got millions of views and then off of one TikTok and got millions of followers. Like it's like this yeah. over kind of like a pandemic. So I guess it's like yeah. with the pandemic, it really made people go viral, made people realize like, oh, I should do content to keep myself busy, like stuff like that. It's like TikTok is kind of like the key to creating and meeting other people across the platform. Yeah, that's like so well said. You said it perfectly because it's opened up such an accessibility to music and such like a different perspective in the sense that you could be an 18-year-old living wherever um, making music in your bedroom and um, and you have such a powerful tool in front of you that has the ability to like connect and show your music to people that um, you know might prior to TikTok might have not been able to hear it and yeah so that's like something that I really really love about social media is obviously you know there's the downside of comparing and um just feeling like a little drained sometimes when you're constantly scrolling and everything's your attention span's getting shorter um but then we're all able to be in these like completely separate areas and Mm -hmm. somehow like still either see the same stuff that like somebody else has seen or feel the same way that somebody else is feeling um so it just kind of like builds this like huge community Mm-hmm, for sure and like you just came out with a new EP called Better Than the Bad Boys like do you think this EP is kind of similar to 2000s rock style or like how would you like describe it is like when I listen to it like it sounds like much more like a rock and roll type of similar like tune to do like old rock and roll yeah so I love like all music I love k-pop I love rock music I love like just from one aisle to the other um I love it. So Bad and Bad Boys, I, part of me, when I go into like a session, I don't want to, don't want to pull references. I don't want to, um, you know, listen to too much stuff. Cause I think sometimes then you can be, you know, so focused on what you're hearing and trying to, you know, recreate that, but it blocks out what could have, you know, happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love like Guns N' Roses. I love Nirvana. I love like Aerosmith. I just, I love all of these really, really influential um, like music figures just as much as I love Pink, Taylor Swift, um, mm. Blackpink, I love. And so I, with this EP, I was really centered around, all right, I'm, you know, I'm a teenager and this is like the modern, modern stuff that like I'm, going through but I also want to pay like respect and um almost have the listener feel like you're in like a time machine a little bit to the music that I was raised on or to the music that I became you know so infatuated with mm-hmm. um so like for me it was really just about like mixing mixing the two mm-hmm. like that's actually amazing because like with like rock and roll like or any types of music, like I listen to any music, um, like you do and stuff. I'm in like pop, country, rock and roll, anything. But it's like mm-hmm. you want to make music like 
your favorite artists who that big. Like you don't mm-hmm. want to write somewhere, but you want to write like like them. Things like of course you want to be the same person they kind of like like they did like when you're a kid like influence you and you want to do the same exact thing, but not like the exact same format is probably the best way to put it. Is that like when you want to be the best artist, you probably be like well, I want to be like this person, but I know I can't. These like yeah. have their own writing style, and they have their own writing styles too. So it's different things. Yeah, that's so true, and I feel like that's like that's where um like inspiration pulls from. I think inspiration can be like come from within, but I think it also comes from like others around you, or mm-hmm. it can come from magazine. It can come from looking outside. It can come from your favorite artist. Um, but it's like exactly what you said like you can take and pull that inspiration but it'll never it'll never be what theirs was because you're your own person you bring your own um twist and turns to it so I feel like even if somebody were to like pull references or you can hear like a correlation between the song I'm never like oh wow that sounds exactly like it because it will never be exactly like it it'll Mm -hmm. be you know what each person brings differently to it yeah exactly and like on the ep like you have a song called better than the bad boys which is the name of the ep you have a line in the song that says walking on then that that the nice like why are those like kind of lyrics so important for people to hear in today's world in our generation that kind of involves on social media relationships etc like why do you think it's so important for people to hear so Bad in the Bad Boys was actually like based off a dream. Um, and it's funny because the title can be seen as like lighthearted or just like, you know, um, which I, I love doing. I love like either like bringing in some type of like humor or just something like, like random into songs. Um, but it was based on a dream that I had. And I grew up in um, a really small town that was very like you kind of had to fit into a box and if you were outside of that it was like you were the laughing stock um and I had you know been in public school public high school and public middle school and everyone was just you know would dress the same would just it's just your typical high school when you're trying to fit in as young teenagers it's like such a scary um experience and thing to go through and I had started making music when I was 12 years old and I was doing music videos and releasing that um, and then going to school. And of course, like with the internet and with high school and doing something that, you know, maybe other people weren't used to or weren't doing, you became the, you became the person that was like easy to pick on. Um, and yeah, I would like spend most of my time, like literally in the bathroom, like begging my mom to pick me up. Um, cause I just had a really rough time with releasing music and like not feeling the like backlash of that from older people, from younger people, from teachers, from, um, all of that. And so that really affected, you know, your self-confidence because when you're young and you're, you're very easily to like you you're very easily like moldable um and so when I was hearing certain stuff like it kind of just like attached to me and so I really started thinking like all right like oh this is bad like I'm not good like that um and to break out of that it's really easy to start believing that and it's really 
hard to stop believing that. Um, and so Badden and Bad Boys was just like a song where it was like to almost like to my younger self where I was like, gosh, I wish I could just like, I wish I can just like go, go off the rails, like just go crazy. Um, and yeah, so it, it's a playful song, but it also has like a deeper meaning of like, not of, of the pressure and of, you know, what bullying and all of that, what a person can handle, like, to the point where it's like, what's the breaking point? And that song was kind of that for me. Yeah, for sure. This is like, like, when you go in like the middle school, high school years, you're like, get bullied for no reason for doing what you love. Like, no matter if you're a singer, <laughs> songwriter, actor, YouTuber, etc like you will keep there's always that one or two people that would judge you to because they're like oh well you can't do singing that's weird but then like it's just like when you're if it's your passion and like you would let people get to you that's something I deal with as a kid also is that like people judge you for who you are in a way the things you like do but then mm-hmm. you need to realize that like why do I like deal with those people like why did I actually let them get to me like I should be more than letting them get to me I should probably be yelling at them be like hey why are you yelling at me for doing what I love you know what I mean Mm -hmm. that's so true because a lot of times too because the ones who are projecting um you know insecurities or just being rude are really the ones who are like fighting their own their own challenges and later on in life like they look back on those moments and they're like wow like why why was I like that why um so I definitely I do believe that people can grow and change and mm-hmm. um despite you know despite what you do and say to people at those ages um I think the best thing that you can do to heal and grow from that is to like take it with a grain of salt and just you know hope that they've grown as everyone does like no one's perfect everyone um grows and everyone learns from their mistakes but it's also like why I love bringing attention to it because even even as you grow like those moments still stick with you and it's I think it's really important to be open-minded and you know if you if you don't like something if you don't you know think something's good or if you don't it's not your style or your taste just don't don't say anything unless you know of course it's a negatively affecting like you know viewpoints or like whatever um but it, it's almost better to not say anything because words do have such a powerful like connotation and bigger like meaning behind it and it can really really impact somebody yeah you're exactly right and like what was like the kind of like the idea behind I EP like why did you kind of decide to kind of write EP like was this like your first EP or did you write an EP before that so this was my second EP, um, and I love I love EPs. I love creating like bodies of work, um, just as much as I love singles. But when you create like an album or an EP, you you're telling a story from start to finish within X amount of songs. Um, and for me, I get really inspired to write EPs when something major or big is happening, like in my life or in those around me. Um, and at that time, you know, I was graduating, um, I had, you know, really big life, life decisions and life moves and all of that. Um, 
and it was closing the chapter of such an important part of my life and such an important part of every every kids and every teenagers and every young adults um life and which is kind of like the bridge of high school to stepping out of that and you know really figuring out who you are as like your own person like not attached to words or you know the the thoughts and feelings of others or teachers or whatever it may be and yeah so that's like kind of what that EP was about was a little bit like self-discovery and the the challenges of like moving from that moving on from that Mm -hmm. and like what do you like want your listeners or the people that kind of like want to listen to an album or an EP what do you want them to kind of feel when you're listening to it is there any like because I know a lot of artists want a kind of like a specific kind of feeling when they want like want their audience to listen to their music or single or EP or whatever they release like is there like a feeling you want them to feel like when they're listening to yours yeah I mean I think for sure we always have like a a a certain story going into it that we that we're really trying to get across and communicate um but just as much as like my music is my story it's also you know the listener's story as well um and so I never want to create like I never want to set a you know such a specific expectation to you know that's what I I want that's what I need you to feel um I, I love that people are open to feeling however they want with their music, but of course there's a general theme to it. Um, and so with this EP, it was really just about like growing and almost like the growing pains of young, like adulthood. And just, it, it's something that like we all, we all go through and um, the opening track on that is starting now. And it was, you know, basically just about those moments that like we've all had where whether it's 2 a.m., whatever time it is, and you're like, all right, I'm going to get my life together. Like, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this. Like, I'm going to stop feeling, I'm going to stop feeling stressed. I'm going to stop feeling anxious. And then it's just such a repeat cycle because you wake up and you're like, no, I'm not. Like, who am I kidding? Um, And then it progresses into more of like, all right, like I can do this. Like Bad and the Bad Boys was just like a realization moment of like, who, like, who cares? Like, let's just, you know, do, do what you want, feel how you want, like be, be okay with being yourself. Um, You know, and as cliche as that sounds, that's such like a reminder that I feel like I need to tell myself all the time. It's like, I don't need to be looking at, you know, my Instagram and nitpicking what everyone else is doing, how everyone else looks. And then so closely like comparing it like it's horrible that we do that it's just it's so mean to yourself um and yeah so that's like what I want the listener to feel when they're listening to that yeah exactly like you're exactly right because like as like you're getting older and kind of turning into like a young adult like you will often kind of nitpick the way you are and like why do I not look at this person or why do I have a social life with this person but then like you have to think to yourself like I'm not that person like I'm not like I might be might know that person but we're still different in different ways we might have similarities but we're still different and just you will often have those moments that you're like okay well I'm gonna get my life together like this is the best moment of my life like tomorrow morning 
I will do this or do that to make myself better as a person and get my mental health together. But then when you wake yeah. up, you're like, why did I say that? Like, why am I right? Like, why am I like, I don't think my life together. But then the, the, yeah. the reality of being a young adult is not like, you want to do at one point, but at the other point, you do not want to do it at all. Exactly. That's actually so true. It's almost like part of it is comical because like you've seen like on Instagram or like, you know, when you're like scrolling through um, and it's just like funny photos being like me at 2 a.m. thinking that I'm going to like wake up at 6 a.m. and go like run a 5k. Um, and yeah, so like a part of it like is comical because it's like we randomly set these like crazy expectations that we're going to be this like completely new version of ourselves with like no time to transition into that. Um, and again, I think that that's just like having crazy expectations. I feel like that's a big part of our society, but I also think it's like what makes us really cool and um, what makes people so, so successful in a sense is like, we all have such an understanding and such a big goal of what we want to contribute to others and to society. Um, but sometimes, at least for me, I get a little ahead of myself and I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I need to enjoy the journey, like going there. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. So like sometimes, I don't know if this is for you, but sometimes you're like, well, like I'm overreacting for no reason. Like, you're, like sometimes mm-hmm. you're overreacting. You're like, okay, well, I got to set this crazy goal that I go get done by, let's just say Tuesday, that you all have like a day or two things. And like, it's just like, how do you supposed to get this big project done by two days? Like, how's it, like yeah. I'm the type of person I like to make big projects in my days because I'm a crazy kid. I was just gonna say, I have projects I can't handle because I'm so crazy and I don't know yeah. how to think because that's like the reality of a teenager or a young adult is that like you do not know what to do in life, like you do not yeah. know how to go, and sometimes you just overreact or overthink some things that you're not supposed to. That's so true, and I think you brought up such a great point of like it's such a you know, for so many people in that age group, you really are trying to figure out like what you're doing with your life and how you're going to get there, which is such like a big picture, like stressful um, topic. And I think a lot of times when people go into college, you know, you're, you're 18 years old and you're picking your majors and you're like, wait, is this, is this what I want to do at at 18 years old? Am I, I'm kind of making a a pretty big decision that either can affect my future not saying that you can't deviate from that but it's such a it's such a wild thing that we do that but mm-hmm. I, I think I think we're getting better at like being okay with deviating from our original plan um or at least for me because I'm such a I'm such a type a scheduled person mm-hmm. that like even I think like a few years ago like even if a grocery store wasn't like planned into my day, I would like, I'd be like, okay, now like my whole day's, my whole day's ruined because this wasn't planned. And now I have to go, you know, do that. So when you become so fixated on, you know, this, this, and this, I have to do this at this time, or I don't get da, 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 da. Um, it's really challenging to mm. like be okay with change coming your way. Yeah. I'm that person too. Like when like, because I like to kind of plan things ahead. Like when it's like, mm-hmm. oh, what am I doing tomorrow? I'm always like, oh, I have this and this and this. But when things come your way, I'm like, how to do, go out my way and do this thing when I have a whole mm-hmm. day planned? It's just like, 
nerve wracking is the best word to put it. So I like, I have to stay planned, so but then I have to go do this project with someone. Yep. So true. So true. But so that's why, like, when I look at people who are so like good at like going with the flow and just like taking what life throws at them and just like moving, moving on. Um, it's like, it's really interesting to watch because you kind of pick up on like, okay, how can I, how can I like implement some of that into like my life where I'm not so insanely structured that when something doesn't go how I perfectionist like brain pictured it, how to like not let that really like mess with you. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And like, what is like the most like kind of like memorial song you wrote? Like which song kind of meant the most to you not only on the EPO book or any song that you wrote? Um, I think, you know, each song that I write is always such like a different process. Um, I would say like memorable wise would be probably like my first song um, just because I was 12 years old and I had begged my mom to get me um, a keyboard because I, I had done musical theater like originally just like, you know, your regular um, local like theater program. And I was given like such like a small role, not saying that I deserved any bigger role because I was super, super young, did not know what I was doing. Um, and I was just given like a background, background role. And I was like, hmm, the next like play that I do, I want to be like, I want to have a bigger role. And I was like, okay, like, how do I, how do I do that? And I was like, hmm, I need a keyboard so I can start like singing. Um, and so I begged my mom to get me a keyboard and she was like, you have to put it in the guest house because I'm not going to listen to like random notes in my house. Like I, I'm not doing that. And I was like, deal. Um, and so I had this like little private area where I could just go and figure out how to use a keyboard, like how to, how to write. And I ended up writing this song because I had, at the time I'd broken up with my 12 or 13 year old boyfriend. I was heartbroken like that. (laughs) I was heartbroken after that. Um, and so I had come home and I was like, all right, I'm going to write like a song. And so I looked up like how to play, how to play keyboard. And then I would write in Sharpie like notes on your, on your keyboard. And I grabbed the back of like the back of an assignment. I didn't even have like a notebook or something. Um, And I just started like looking around and I was like an open cupboard. Okay. Like how do I write that? And so I ended up writing like a four or five page song because I didn't know the structure of a song. Um, And that was my first song. And I feel like that was really, really memorable. So it was so, it was so, you know, looking back on it, it's so like innocent and like, I don't know, like part of you was like, oh no, I don't want to listen to that. And then another part is like, why is this so cute? Like, this is, this is cool. I know. When you like listen to old videos or like songs or something, you're like, oh, I hate this. Like, why did I post that? But then like, like, like a part of you is like, oh, I, I want to watch it. It's like, this is younger mm-hmm. me. Like, why not see how much I've like, grown and see kind of how it turned out even though I listened to it a million times exactly exactly and like the last thing I wanted to ask you is like how do you find the kind of inspiration in terms of like writing music in general that is something that you know sometimes obviously you get like writer's block and you struggle and you're like you know if you don't have like during COVID or in quarantine you know you weren't really out there um you know, experiencing the ups and downs of like physical life, whether that's going to a grocery store, like whatever it is. Um, so it kind of became 
a little challenging to find inspiration to write in those times. But in turning it, like, I think there's so much, there's so much to be said in, like, solitude. Um, and, you know, so I would, if I couldn't figure out something that, you know, that I was feeling, because I feel like during that time, a lot of us were just so numb and bland to, like, what we were feeling and what we were experiencing, um, that it was almost, like, helpful to, like, look through magazines or to um, listen to poetry, read poetry, um, talk to friends, like, see how they're feeling. And in that, like, transition to even, like, outside COVID, even, like, now, if I'm, if I can't, you know, if I'm not feeling something, um, there's so much, like, story and life, like, around you. I can look out my window and see somebody walking and be like, all right, like, I wonder, I wonder where they're going. I wonder where they are in life. I wonder if they're happy, which is like a weird, can seem, can be seen as creepy because you're like, why is somebody watching me through my window, like questioning my existence? Um, but I think that's like part of storytelling is like, you tell, you tell your story, you tell, you know, your other story, but through like your, your lens and your eyes. Um, and yeah, so if you just keep writing and just keep going and if, if you feel like something's not turning out the way you want or not, you know, going good, just even even if you know that you're going to scratch the song, um, there's such like a learning curve and learning growth to just continuing doing it and just finishing it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, there's like so like different opposites of fin finishing and um, not finishing projects. Like you'd rather finish a project and not like it than not finish at all. Exactly, exactly. Because even, even in those moments where it was bad or whatever, um, there's so much that can be, there's still so much that you can take away from that. Mm -hmm, for sure. And I want to, um, thanks so much for doing the podcast. Of course. I, I have such a blast talking to you. You're amazing. And just keep doing what you're doing. You. doing terrific. And just, I really appreciate you taking the time. And I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. And um, where can people follow you on social media if they want to connect with you? First off, thank you so much for having me on. This was absolutely so much fun. And thank you to everyone listening. Um, but you can find me on Peyton Shea on all social medias and streaming platforms. And yeah, I have new music dropping and shows. Um, and yeah, thanks again for having me on. Perfect. Thanks so much for coming on. And thank you for everyone for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Peyton. And um, I hope everyone's having a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Talk of Fame. And thanks so much again, Peyton, for coming on. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good Bye. rest of your day.